Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback. Presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street off Brown. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. The perfect beer for whatever happens. Miller Valentine Group. Your team for construction, development, brokerage, and property management in the Dayton region. And by Flyer Spirit. Stop on over to Flyer Spirit on Brown Street and show off your Flyer pride. Go UD. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now here's your host, John Bedell. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into the best bar in town, Flanagan's Pub. John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green here with you for Flyer Feedback. Man, I tell you what, Flyer fans, I wish I had better news to share, but uh, 75-66, Dayton a loser this afternoon at the Decibel Dungeon to drop to 22-6 and overall and 12-4 and in A-10 play now. And uh, like I said, to open the Bud Light postgame show, and as I said on the Twitter, as the kids say these days, if for some reason you haven't been paying attention for the last month, this team is in a rut. Uh, they definitely are. Nate, they haven't been playing well the last month, the last six games, really, since the George Mason game. They're lucky to be 3-3 three and three in that stretch. Uh, my goodness. And uh, as Archie, strong words from Archie Miller in the postgame show. You just heard his comments live with Larry Hansgen uh, from UD Arena. And I want to quote here, Nate. He said, I want to apologize to our fans for our performance the last two home games in particular. You deserve better, close quote. Yeah, and, and I agree with him completely because as being a former player, you know what guys go through, and when you're on the court, you can see a guy that's putting effort in, and we just didn't have it. You know, if we're a team that if we put the effort that we need, it will show. We didn't do the little things, you know, from just getting after loose balls, going after all the rebounds putting pressure on the ball on defense you know we made it easy for the guards to make passes into the post we wasn't boxing out I mean the big guy had 15 he careered on us and the reason was it wasn't like he was hitting us with nice post moves he was getting put back layups and we weren't boxing out or not guarding him and you know we made him look good tonight nothing against him or anything but our team made him look good tonight and we have to go Look in the mirror and evaluate ourselves and say, hey, we got to bring it or we're going to go home early. I want to ask you too, Nate, off that topic to translate something Archie also said in the postgame with Larry. He said, I'm not concerned right now, but I'm puzzled. What does that mean when he's saying that? That basically means he's calling out his players and letting them know, hey, I know we're better than what we're playing and we need to pick it up. And if you don't pick it up personally, he's going to pick it up by going crazy in the locker room. <laughs> That's exactly what it means, you know, and and I agree with him. You know, I'm not worried about anything right now. Yeah, I'm kind of puzzled to figure out, like, why haven't we or why aren't we doing the little things that we're supposed to be doing? Um, why aren't we doing the things that got us here? You know, we've kind of felt like, okay, we're here. We got ranked. All right, now we can relax. But these guys, I don't think they understand when you get ranked, now you have a bullseye on your chest and everybody's going to give you their 100. And when you only come and you only bring a 70, it's going to be a long night for us. And that's what happened. You saw it today, man. They got in an 11-0 hole to start the game. They blew the doors off. The Rams did to come in here. And UD uh, 
Nate never recovered. They never led in this game. It was 20 straight 8-10 home wins until St. Bonaventure last week. Now this team has lost back-to-back games in the conference, back-to-back home games in the conference for the first time since January 22nd and 29th of 2014. It's been more than two years. That was against VCU and St. Joe's at the arena. And that, of course, the second one being the uh, Langston Galloway yeah. game. It was rough, you know, and honestly, in my opinion, there was only one guy that was putting uh, 100% effort, but honestly, I'm not going to say he put 100% effort. He put 100% uh, probably 15 minutes of the game, and that was uh, Kyle Davis. He came out, he was playing aggressive for a little bit, but then he let off. And, you know, that goes from our leaders, from Scucci and uh, Pierre. When they're not aggressive and they're not vocal, it trickles down to the other players on the team. Uh, Pierre, he wasn't aggressive in the paint. You know, he's a mismatch, big or small. Yep. Big or small. So they had a small guy in him today. He should have been in the post calling for the ball. He has nice moves. He has the tools to do what is needed. And he didn't do it today. Um, Scoochie didn't lead us like he normally does. Uh, we don't need Scoochie to necessarily score a lot of points, but we have to have him direct players and get them motivated and get them in the flow of the game. And I didn't see him getting the players in the flow of the game at all today. There was a lot of focus on Kendall Pollard last week, and we kind of raised the caution flag on this show with Keith Walskowski saying, look, this team's problems right now, a week ago, are bigger than Kendall Pollard. He's not a fix-all. Nice to have him back, oh, yes, yeah. but this it's not like Kendall coming back just fixes all their problems. Oh, and, this and, team's got bigger problems than just missing Kendall Pollard. Oh, yeah, and there's definitely not one player that you're going to miss and be like, okay, he's going to fix things because we right. have so many good players that we can fill those voids. And, you know, we can fill the void of Pollard not being there. It's great to have him because he causes a lot of mismatches and uh, on the defensive end. But um, other guys got to step up for us. The bottom line is they got to step up. You know, we're at a level right now and, and where we want to be at and we want to go further in the NCAA, players have got to step up. Um, you know, I, I'm going to need Cook to step up. I'm going to need Pollard to step up. Every last player on the team is going to have to step up. You know, even Crosby, he's a great player, real good offensive player. He picks up the tempo for us, but I need him to be a little more under control run the offense more, get other players involved before he gets involved, and then let him do his thing. 457-1290 is the numbers, Flyers fan. If you want to jump on uh, with us and talk about this 75-66 loss, you can get at us on Twitter. I'm at WHIO. A couple people have done that already uh, to start the show. In fact, Eric on Twitter just says, I am just disappointed. Uh, that the fans went home early. Dayton men's basketball is still 22-6, and six, which is still a great record. So there's a take from Eric. Or you can take advantage of the Bud Light mic if you're here with us at Flanagan's, which is what we'll do right now, Jeff and Dayton. Hey, guys. Uh, at least VCU helped us back into at least a number four seed. Uh, they beat GW today, so we're guaranteed that, that double bye. But we really need to get into the second or third spot because uh, traditionally the number one and the number four play in the afternoon, and this team does not seem to play well when the sun is shining. They we need them late games. These couple of noon games, the early in the day games, they've just they have struggled mightily. Um, they really seem to need the lights to come on at night to, to get it going. Outside of of course St. Louis, that that debacle. But uh, you know, I, well they've struggled at night too. I mean, they've. 
They, it's, there's, it's bigger than that. I mean, St. Joe's is a good team, so I can see losing to them at night. But you know, St. Louis. Now you played you, you played yeah. Duquesne in Rhode Island at night. You didn't play too well against them either. <laughs> yeah, we but, uh, we struggling. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, I'm really concerned. I guess the, the what's going to answer a lot of questions is how Kendall Pollard feels tomorrow. Because I cannot imagine that Archie meant to play him as many minutes as he had to play him today. Coming out, he was gassed. He played hard. He seemed to play. Well, you mentioned Kyle Davis played with heart. I thought Kendall Pollard really played with heart. But there's no way after sitting out he was meant to play as many minutes as he played tonight. And uh, I gotta hope that his, uh, you know, his knees, knee recovers. It looks like the, I, I had the benefit of sitting in really good seats today, and that looked like a pretty high tech knee brace he had on there. Um, you know, I, I gotta hope that you know when he wakes up tomorrow morning, he can he can walk, he can get around, he's loose. Um, and hopefully the rumors of him, you know, not being able to walk the day after a game aren't true, but uh, that that he can come back because I can't imagine Archer really wanted. Maybe he wanted to get him into the game, get him into the flow, but he played a ton of minutes today, and I, I just don't think that was in the game plan. Yeah, you know, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in Archie's head, but I'll say this about the Pollard injury. I addressed it on Twitter a couple days ago, but for the conspiracy theorists who have not seen that yet, here's what's going on with the injury. Rest is key, Nate, because one, it is a non-contact injury. It's a usage injury. It's a knee bruise for Kendall, but what is unique about this is that the bruise is on his femur, not his tibia, so the top bone in the knee joint, and it's a bone bruise on the femur, and it's a non-usage, or it's a non-contact and usage injury. So right now for Kendall, for all these people who want to know, why is he sitting, why is he sitting, why is he sitting, why is he not playing, rest is key for Kendall, because when it's a usage injury, the very thing he did today, and when he practices, running, jumping, using it, aggravates it and is going to, you know, not help the healing process. I, but but they've got to maximize the rest for him, Nate. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what Archie's plan was today. I didn't I didn't ask him about before the game, you know, what is, how much he wanted to play Kendall. What, I don't know how the knee is doing. I just know that's what the injury is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, rest is going to be key for him, and we'll see how he recovers after this one. And, you know, it's just like every coach, they can have a game plan, and sometimes the game plan is just shattered once the game starts. Um, I'm pretty sure the coach didn't, you know, expect – uh, Big Steve to get in foul trouble because once he got into foul trouble, Pollard had to play a little more. Um, that's one thing that Steve is going to have to work on. He's either have to do one or two things. Either one, he's going to have to stay out of foul trouble, or two, he's got to have to learn how to play with fouls um, because we need him on the court. He makes a big difference on the defensive end, and even on the offensive end, he puts pressure on the defense because he's a big body. He calls for the ball. He gets uh, post position, and it just makes it hard for people to guard him. Um, and we need him on the floor. And because he got in foul trouble, Pollard probably played a little more than the coach wanted. But we had to do what we had to do. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number to the phone lines we go for the first time this afternoon to Braxton and Tip City. Braxton, what's on your mind this afternoon? Oh, just kind of hoping we get our old Flyers back. Just been a last, rough last six games. Uh, you know, it seemed like this team had so much chemistry earlier in the season and just uh, a little heartbreaking to see the wheels fall off. But we got to keep the faith. It was good to see Kendall Pollard out there again today. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if they need to be rested or play some more, but I think we got a lot of more good basketball left for the Flyers. And uh, I'm sure Oxy will find the solutions to the problems we're experiencing. 
and uh, go Flyers. Let's keep a positive attitude. Always, always. Braxton from Tip City, not hitting the panic button. I like that. Thanks for the call here on Flyer Feedback, Braxton. I like that attitude. Back to the Bud Light. Mike, what's your first name? Where are you from? Tony from Dayton. Tony from Dayton. What's on your mind, Tony? Hey, well, uh, I, first of all, I want to preface this by saying I think Archie's a good coach, but then I'm going to question his coaching, second of all. <laughs> uh, coming into the game today, I realized that Rhode Island's got their big man that's the defensive player of the year, Hassan Martin, was not going to show up today. Correct. And coming into the game today, I thought if we were going to win, the ball needed to go inside. That's where our advantage was, and that's where the ball did not go consistently. When it did come down there, we missed a bunch of bunnies, and the guy that was talking about uh, Pollard playing extra minutes today, he looked rusty. He looked rusty. He missed a lot of easy ones. Got the ball inside where we wanted it to go, and he didn't convert. And I'm not going to fault him for that because he hasn't played much. But I think that the adjustments that I thought should have been made were not made. Um, Rhode Island's down a lot of players right now, and I think that we should have been much more aggressive on the offensive end. We should have attacked the basket. The ball should have gone down low, and Steve fights foul trouble. I understand that. But Pollard and Pierre, uh, Pierre showed us time and time again that when he gets the ball inside that he's our best option. And it felt like we didn't look inside enough to him to work that in there. And as we mentioned earlier, the the big guy for Rhode Island, the guy that had his career high today of 15. Barry, Andre Barry. The guy, the guy slow-footed. And I thought that when that man came in the game, we should have been running. <laughs> we should have spread yeah. the. We should have spread the court, Nate. Spread we should have spread, spread the court. The, spread the court and Attack let Pierre. Attack that guy off the dribble. You're correct. Why, why were we attacking him off the dribble? And He's I'm not going footed. We got those guys. We got the horses to run. I think we should run. You're so right, and that's not just for this game that we should run. We need to run every game because we're so athletic, and we have the one through the four that can bring the ball up at any time, and sometimes the one through the five that can exactly. bring the ball up. Um, like I said before, Pierre didn't be aggressive in the block. Um, Pollard, he was being aggressive, but like you said, he hasn't played in a while, so he's a little rusty, missed some easy bunnies that he normally would make. Yep. That's going to come. But for me, Pierre needed to take over the game. Yes. He had to mismatch big or small. Either way, if he's big, he brings him outside. If he's small, he brings him in the post. And we just didn't see it today. No, I mean, he no, cut I, you off, I, but I got music in my ear, man, which means we got to run. We'll be John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, here with you live from Flanagan's for Flyer Feedback. It continues the home stretch of it, in fact, on the other side, right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Heart disease is the number one killer in America. It affects one out of every three women and is the leading cause of death for men. Just like on the court, a team effort is what it takes to be successful when attacking this foe. From risk reduction to prevention, Kettering Physician Network cardiologists are Ohio's top choice for heart care. Let our team of specialists help you maintain a healthy and active life. When it comes to conquering heart disease, let's make this a slam dunk. Visit MyHeartOhio.org. Kettering Physician Network. You are bombarded with thousands of messages a day. If you own a business or are trying to market one, how do you break through the clutter? How do you get your brand noticed? How do you get your voice heard? 
break through the clutter at Summit Up, the region's premier social and digital marketing conference. Four powerful keynote speakers, eight dynamic breakout sessions, 200 of the brightest minds in digital marketing. Join the conversation March 8th at Sinclair. Space is limited. Reserve your spot now at SummitUp.org. March, famous for spring. Lee's, famous for chicken. And shrimp. Jumpstart your taste buds at Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken with our Surf and Chirp Combo for only $5.99. The Surf and Chirp Combo is back, and for a limited time only, you can get four golden fried shrimp, one strip, one side, a biscuit, and a regular drink, all for only $5.99. Get a taste of summer and spring with our Surf and Chirp Combo, only at Lee's famous for chicken and shrimp. If airport security is tighter than ever, then why are the number of guns found in carry-on bags at an all-time high and growing every year? Very frightening to think that someone might have a gun in their bag. It's a trend seen at airports around the country. I carry my gun just for safety. I hope to never have to use it. What it all means for your travel safety and what you need to know if you plan to travel with a firearm. Once you choose to take on this responsibility, you have to start thinking all the time like a gun owner. Monday beginning at 5 5 p.m. on News Center 7. Hey. Uh-huh. Hey. Yeah? What's happening? What? Mommy? I don't have any bars. I don't either. What's happening? The whole neighborhood is dark. I can't even text or anything. Mommy! I'll call Bob. You can't. The, the phone, phone won't work. work. Well, we've got to do something. Why is it this working? Ow! Allie, would you learn to pick up your toys? Don't raise your voice. You call Jacob. I just I woke up. Okay. How should I know? Somebody. What's next? Thanks to Next Radio, even if your carrier cell tower is down, the information your family needs is seconds away with the FM receiver in your phone and the Next Radio app. And if the power is out, no worries. The FM receiver is three times less drain on your phone's battery. Check to see if your phone is compatible and download the app. If your phone is enlisted, contact your carrier and ask them to turn on the FM radio on your smartphone. Next Radio. Radio you can see and hear. Sunny this afternoon, we become breezy but mild with highs in the upper 40s. Clear skies for any evening plans. Temperatures will be falling back into the 30s by Sunday morning. Then gusty winds to end the weekend. Temperatures will be climbing to near 60 degrees with rain showers arriving late. I'm meteorologist Carrie Ann Merritt on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans. Welcome back into the best bar in town, Flanagan's Pub. Also happens to be the best Irish pub in the history of ever. John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green with you here as we talk about a 75-66 Dayton Flyers loss. And believe it or not, uh, the score doesn't really say how bad we lost today. No, you're right. You Nate. know, we, we did come back and we fought a little bit, but we got our butt whooped today. Excuse my language, but no, they we, did. We, we, we got whooped today. I'm sure there's a good portion of uh, Flyer Nation reaching for the panic button, if not slamming it down, and I can't say I blame you if you do. Yeah. Uh, this is not a good time of year to be playing basketball. We were talking about a 4C two weeks ago, and... Uh, how silly do we look now? John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you, Flyer fans, as we come to you live from a packed Flanagan's, as we do after every UD home game. Back to the phone lines we go. Four five seven twelve ninety is what Larry from Piqua has dialed up. Larry, what's on your mind tonight? Larry, holler. Larry from Piqua, going once. 
going twice. He is the weakest link. And now we are going to Gail from Dayton. Gail, welcome to Flyer Feedback. What's on your mind tonight, Gail? Yes. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. I'd like to say I agree uh, 80-90% with uh, Big Nate Green's assessment of the game, also John Bedell. Uh, I agree with what you said. Uh, I'm wondering if... Yeah, is there a these last two games on Saturday? What time? What time are the guys going to bed? It's like they're they're lethargic. Uh, like you said, they're getting kicked in the teeth, punched in the mouth. We're supposed to be doing the punching and the kicking early in the game. It's like uh, like Nate said, so we got some guys that are waiting uh, to play ball, maybe late in the first half or in the second half. It starts from the get go, okay? Yeah, that's been an issue. We thank you for the call here on Flyer Feedback. Yeah, that's been an issue, Nate. The last, as we talked about earlier, the last six games, really, they've been incredibly slow uh, out of the gate. You know, like they've kind of had cinder blocks taped to their ankles. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. And then they've it, found themselves in, in, in big deficits early. And uh, it certainly doesn't help things. It, it doesn't. And honestly, we can't change none of that. But the positive thing is that, you know, we got two games left. Um, and, you know, right now, and I know the coach is looking, and his goal is to be in the top four so that we get that uh, double bye. And, honestly, all we do is pull out one game, and I think we'll get that. So I know that's their focus. We will love to pull out both games. But worst-case scenario, if we just pull out one of them, we'll be sitting pretty nice, and we still can go into the uh, A-10 tournament and take care of business. Big week this week. You've got at Richmond, a place where you haven't won the Robin Center since 2004, and then a a huge one that looms incredibly large, Nate, a week from today to close out the arena until uh, November, again, well, hopefully, against VCU, uh, a team that is ahead of you in the standings and you're kind of in that logjam with the top uh, the conference. Hopefully that would be the last time UD would play at the arena until November because otherwise that means you're playing a home game uh, in the A-10 conference tournament. You want that double bye. Oh, yeah. We definitely want that double bye. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, like Coach said, you know, he had to apologize for the players because the fans deserve better. And the players know that they deserve, uh, that our fans deserve better. And they know that they didn't play well. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, as being a former player, you'll go back and you're going to go in the locker room and you're going to evaluate what you did wrong. And you're not going to point the finger. And the only finger you're going to point is at yourself and say, what I can do to make this team better. And everybody on that floor and everybody on that team from – the superstar to the walk-ons all have an involvement in making this team a great team and that's what we need to do they have to basically what we call we need to check yourself yep you gotta go in there check yourself and be like hey it's all good and hear the hype and everything but in all reality if we don't put out on the court it ain't gonna happen and that's what we have to do now Back to the phone lines we go to clear them out for the night. Mike from Kettering, very quickly before we get out of here, Mike, what's on your mind? And thanks for holding. Hello, Mike from Kettering. Going once. Sorry, Mike from Kettering, we lost you. We're not going to have the last word. But, Nate, this is a big week now. Before we get out of here, looking ahead now to the week that will define this season. It's going to be a big one. I mean, really, flip the calendar to March. This is this is where this team has has got to get up off the mat. They've got to start playing better basketball. Yeah, we do. And like I said, you know, we can take our hat off to the A-10 for the fact that is, you know, we can't just come out and give, 
you know, 40 or 50% and still think we're going to win a game. The A-10 is a very competitive league, and at any given night, you can be beaten if you don't come to play. And that just showed tonight. We didn't come to play at all. I don't even know if we got off the bus, got out of bed or what, but um, we're going to bring it, and next game we'll probably see a big different team. John Bedell, Nate Green here with you. That's all of our time tonight. Hopefully we brought it today. That's going to do it for us, Flyers fans. One more time, Dayton a loser, 75-66 to the Rhode Island Rams. Our next game is this Tuesday, Super Tuesday. Hopefully it's a Super Tuesday for Archie Miller and company. March 1st, we turn the calendar to March with a 7.30 tip at Richmond against the Richmond Spiders at 7.30. We will see you on the radio Tuesday night, Flyer fans. Until then, for my partner, Nate Green, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Have a good night.